Welcome everybody to another Advancing Consciousness podcast. Today is episode 23 and we're going to play with what is natural law. That topic has come up more often lately. And, you know, we need to understand that there are several so-called laws or at least interpreted or shared as laws. But are there really laws? So stay tuned to the episode today. So, so let's play with what is natural law. You know, we have the understanding there are several different constructs of what we call laws. You know, there's natural laws, nature laws, but there are governmental laws, religious laws, and then there are different segments of laws that were applied by certain other rulers and kings. And sometimes the laws are, are said to be God-given and so forth. And then, of course, we have the other types of laws, which we also consider as uh, galactic laws and universal laws and so forth. So let's unpack that and take a look at it. Now, most of us are very much familiar with the laws that are within our countries made by different governmental bodies. Now, if you really look at it, these laws are something that they agree upon or may not agree upon and that they apply and make it subjected to the public or the groups that are involved and say, okay, this is the new law. Now you need to follow it. And should you not follow it, then you shall be punished. You can be fined. You can be incarcerated. And if it goes far enough, they can actually take your life away from you. Now, a lot of times what happens to these laws, these laws do, in some cases, looking at it, violate the human rights. Now, when we're looking at that, what is human rights? Well, there are rights in the sense we are allowed to be ourselves. And, you know, there are rights that in some way or another that we have freedom, freedom to be ourselves, freedom to speak, freedom to express and experience life, freedom to have access to, you know, what we call the playground of Earth. So there are certain rights that we have adopted and said, OK, this is our rights to do so now. Many of the laws create a lot of different restrictions and categories and in somehow make certain things unaccessible for us. Now, I know a lot of people talk about that laws are required to keep things civil or in some way the laws are required so that in, uh, people do not take advantage of other people or that the fact that the laws are there to keep us safe or something of that nature. Now, if we actually truly looked at the fundamentals of law and you look at how it is put out there and that we have to follow through with, 
it makes you question how do we provide certain level of authority to certain individuals or groups to mandate laws. Even laws that you're only allowed to earn so much and we have to take so much from you or laws that this or that. If we actually look at it, aren't these laws just made up? And can sometimes these laws, or in many occasions, you know, cater to certain parties and people, elites sometimes people like to call it, and don't really look after the, uh, what's best for the community or the country or what other you know, part of the country involved. Now, a lot of the rules and laws that are applied then require, of course, people to reinforcement, enforcing, enforcing it, actually, and certain individuals who step in and take on that role, and they're assigned as the law keepers, and so forth. Now, that's the law and that people talk about. Now, of course, the topic started coming up or the idea that there are maritime law, uh, which is basically a law that really only applies to corporations. Now, we say, okay, well, that only applies to corporations, but is it true? Weren't we some time ago turned into a corporation where we were given a certificate or birth certificate with a um, series of numbers and become incorporated shortly after birth, in fact, and, you know, change our name to be all capitals and so forth, and then that becomes what? A corporation. So we've been assigned as a corporation to who? Well, are we a corporation to the government or are we a corporation to certain bodies or certain corporations that dictate what is a corporation or not. In a lot of cases, it's banking or religious or something of that nature. Now, I know there are people actively working towards to unravel themselves from that and become and go into a sovereign being where they're not governed by laws and, and other restrictions or the fact that they have to have specific licenses to do certain things and that in some way they have to be governed or told what they can do or cannot do, how they can travel and so forth. So there is that process that many have started with to unravel themselves to that and saying, well, we are choosing no longer to support maritime law, the laws of the seas, you know, where it's an island and we can control and we can set up a corporation to look at to what we call natural law. Now, when we're looking at the idea of natural law, and we will, you know, that is another concept that we may have to look at and decipher at this point. So there's the governmental law. Then, of course, we have religious laws. And those laws apply, and sometimes in some religions, they call them in commands or statements or whatever you want to call it, that 
are kind of been set there so that we have a foundation, if you belong with that religion, the foundation to follow those laws. And as long as you follow those laws, then you are a good standing citizen or a good standing person within the religion. And those laws at times can get pushed to the point where it can override any level what looks like free will. And also at the same time, those laws also limit our way of experiencing life. So people are also stepping away from those governance within the religious fashions, facets or whatever you want to call it, and are going towards natural law. Now, natural law was established quite some time ago and it basically created these so-called laws that were believed to be where everybody's an equal, everything is shared. In fact, that in one way or another, we all are here to respect each other and allow each other to be ourselves. Now, within the natural laws, there were a few other things applied, and I'm not going to go into all of those details at this time because we want to carry cover some of the other facets of it. So by going in natural laws, then we have the freedom to enjoy what we call freedom, to travel, to do things, and we're not governed by, say, government or religion or something, some other facets of other dictatorship of sorts. Now, in doing so, in, with that understanding that we go into this natural law, then we are not also limited to what we can do in regards to not only having access, but also not being mandated to follow any particular rules that are not agreed upon. Okay, so we have that. And that type of law has a lot more freedom. And in some cases, there are concerns that that type going, what well, considered natural law, that it may create havoc or something of that nature where people will not be able to work with each other or play with each other because there's going to be a lot more violations because of the freedom. Because the belief was told if we have freedom, then we will violate each other. And if there are no laws, then there's going to be chaos. If there are no laws, people are going to harm each other. So then all these laws were brought into play. But it gets even further than all of that at this point in time. So the reason we're talking about this today, we're looking at the depth of understanding how laws come about and are they actually laws. Now, even in true state of natural law, for example, and that's only one level because we, we have other levels, but even in a natural state of what we call natural law, for any law, well, let's clarify one thing before we go. Are laws actual laws? We are sold on the idea that it is a law, and if you break that law, you are subject to punishment, scrutiny, or anything of that nature. That there are governing bodies or someone responsible to make sure that you follow the laws so that in fact, by following the laws, that 
then you're okay. But if the laws are not followed, then they have the authority over you to kind of do something to make sure that you follow those laws. Okay. But the thing is at this point in time, is a law actually a law? Does anybody have the right to create any law as an individual or as a small group? That's a good question to ask. Because from a deeper understanding of how things actually work, laws or guidelines is better referred to guidelines with potential supervision or at least, uh, how can you say, an observation that it is applied and followed through can be applied until we get to a point where we feel and see and understand the nature of it and then we comply because it supports all of us. Okay, It's not isolated from us. So for, in its true form, to put any law together, a group or even part of a community will look at a particular situation that is playing out. Possibly uh, a reshaping of certain things to play out while we play with each other, while we merge and, and you know share with one another. So if there's something that needs to require some guideline and possibly what people refer as law, but it's not, but in a guidelines where it's reinforced to some degree or to a deeper degree, then it is something that the group will get together and find what guideline would be best suited without creating segments or isolation. And so basically, to design something that would serve everyone. Once that is achieved, before they can apply that regulation or guideline, then they will have to offer it to the community or the people in that, say, country or and so forth. The case has to be made in a sense where it's showing the positive and potential negatives, if there are negatives, to applying that guideline across the board so that we can create a consistency. And the consistency applies where we support equality, balance, harmony. Now, that is our natural state anyways. However, we've been conditioned and programmed so deeply for so long that it does not feel natural. So that is why some of these guidelines will be put into place so that it will manage for us to be able to conform to the certain degree of our natural state because it's really about natural state. So when we look at that, when this particular guideline or so-called regulation is to be introduced, it is introduced to the country, to the community, it could be a state, whatever it may be. And when it's offered, it is 
offer to the people with the pros and cons, like I said, and then the people will choose to support it or not as a collective. So for us to, to agree upon a particular guideline, it needs to be a majority of sorts to agree upon it. Of course, we're not going to get 100% at first because of the scenario there's going to be others that are not quite ready for uh, following those guidelines. And the guidelines are being made for that particular reason so that we create a balance and harmony and consistency of sorts. So once it's offered, the people will vote, if we want to call it that, and say, okay, we agree to allow that guideline to be administered throughout the country, throughout the state, throughout the community, whatever it may be, so that we get conditioned, or in this case, get accustomed to play according to those guidelines until it becomes really natural for us that it's not required. Now, the, the way it truly works that any and all guidelines that are provided are reviewed time to time to see if it needs to be upgraded, adjusted, or it can be dissolved. And the way it's done is to see how it is applied, what results it provides, and how it's actually doing what it was intended to do. Now, if we find that the guideline is no longer required, then the guideline can be removed very easily. And this is our true natural state, and this applies beyond what we call natural law. This is our natural human fundamental operating uh, standard that we have within ourselves. So that's how laws work. Now, when the original idea of governments came about, for example, governments were not there to be dictators or to create guidelines and supersede what was best for people, even though they may have tried to sell you on that idea. Governments were really designed as groups, as a council, a council that removed, uh, not removed, reviewed what was going on in the public and would review what's going in the public and see if there's anything that is not totally 100% the way that would best serve everybody in the community. So their mandate first and foremost, for even becoming part of that council, is to create and maintain equality, balance, harmony, to create an environment where everybody is free, where everybody can experience, and that there are no restrictive controls, but at the same time, there is a sense of respect for one another to allow each other to be ourselves. And the council would monitor and adjust accordingly and then always continue to offer it to the people. And once agreed upon, then it would be applied. And like I said earlier, it will be reviewed and adjusted or eliminated at points in time. However, that is way gone a different path than originally designed. And the way things have come is that 
the council would have its own internal review and also the people would have access to that review and the people will select who would best suit the consuls. So certain people would be uh, selected as an offering, as a potentiality or a potential uh, candidate for the council and the people would get to review, not propaganda or anything of that nature, but would get to review their skill sets, their offerings, and see if that person would be adequate to be added or replace someone in the council. The council would not be dictating anything, but working with the people to maintain something that would support everyone in that country, state, or whatever community we were referring to. Now, that is our natural state, and of course, we haven't been adhering to that. The same thing applies with religions and so forth. I know religions are like laws. They're just made up by other humans and so forth and been handed down, and, and again, you know, you could say, well, that's an experience. We could go and give power to a particular religion and follow certain rules. Well, if that is the freedom you want to have, then more power to you. You get to play there. But you can also observe that it's, the way it's designed is to function in the same fashion, where if there are a group that decides or reviews how that religious group is to function, it is always maintaining equality, balance, and the freedom to communicate, to share, uh, and to expand thoughts and so forth, rather than a dictatorship. Now, so when we're looking at that, when we're looking at natural law, natural law, which is referred to what people are going through, again, it's another guideline that was set up and that is more freeing than the governmental ones that are, exist right now, but it was still through governmental or of sorts uh, construct. Now, in looking at that, you say, okay, well, we have that um, better option at this point in time. And what else is there? The other part of it, and now, when we're going to natural law, it's about, you know, freedom, of course, equality, balance, harmony of sorts, where we are, you know, not restricting each other and we are not, you know, uh, limiting anybody from uh, really experiencing their life the way they choose to, to live it. Uh, again, it would be levels of guidelines. When we're talking about galactic and universal so-called laws, but which are community guidelines of sorts, because we are part of the community. As long as you're on a planet in a physical form, you're in the community of the planet, you're in the community of the solar system, you're a community in the galaxy and the community in the universe. So if we're looking at those guidelines, and those guidelines were designed so that we have the opportunity to have the freedom to express and be ourselves. Now, there's a glitch to all of this because many of us, because we've been playing those other games for so long, we have forgotten or have lost access to some degree because of a lot of programming and conditioning 
of who we are, how we actually function, and what is our main purpose to be here and what you are here and why you chose to be here on this particular planet and not on a different planet or somewhere else in a different form or to remain in non-form. So when we're looking at that, we're stepping back and saying, okay, what is the, what we would call universal law, universal guideline? Well, that is where we allow ourselves to be fully ourselves. Understanding there's no right, wrong, good or bad, but there is no requirement to play the polarity either. That was applied later on, which we've experienced and gave ourselves the opportunity to experience, but that was not one of the guidelines. But there is one guideline that basically says you can create certain scenarios, certain levels of experiences on your planet and with the sub-communities or governments, uh, sorry, not governments, but states and countries and so forth, to create certain groups that would have different experiences and so forth. Now, that particular guideline is we remain free. We look after each other. We recognize that we are all one. And for us to flourish, we are to work together, to collaborate, and to, to work in partnership so that we can advance our human experience or any experience depending on what planet you're on. The other thing is that you can create an environment temporarily to experience something outside of the norm. So even this inverted matrix that was originally introduced some 10,000 years ago with the different stages of upgrades and modifications after that, and right now of the termination of it that happened uh, about a year ago, uh, well, not quite, but close enough. Uh, but at the same time, we, we agreed upon, because it was an offering, and the offering was from a collective scale, an offering of saying, okay, we're going to intensify certain things. We're going to polarize things. We're going to feel separation. We're going to forget who we are even more than, you know, originally designed and so forth. We're going to turn off certain things. We're going to make everything look like it's backwards. And that was an agreement. And that's part of what the universal so-called guideline is. You can create that as long as it's offered in a fair, clear way that, and when I say fair, that they know all the ins and outs of it and are offered the opportunity to step out of it at any time where they're not mandated to stay within it. So when it was offered some 5,000 years after we were retooled and the, the planet was receded and we were part of the receding 5,000 years later, which makes it about 10,000 years ago, that that's when uh, we were offered this inverted matrix, inverted 3D, 2D way of life. And of course, a lot of other things came into play accordingly because of it. So here we are. This was the offering. And we agreed to take it on to increase the challenge, I guess if you want to call it, 
the uh, opportunity once you made it through it that in some way or somehow you would be highly advanced or at least more advanced and you would use your your creative muscle of sorts to be able to supersede that and become a grander aspect of yourself. So it's like creating a very intensified game and if you can move through the game and be successful to go from start to finish that your skill sets, your capabilities would be challenged more fully, it would become more refined, and it will also expand you in some way so that the outcome of those challenges will make you even stronger or grander aspect of yourself. So that was the intent, and that was the allowance that was applied. Of course, as we continue to go through it, more and more restrictions were applied, more and more so-called, you know, changes and manipulations and so forth to keep us restricted for a long period of time. Because of the level of restrictions, we got to the point where we had to be quarantined or isolated from the galaxy. And even though we were in the galaxy, we weren't providing a similar level of feedback so that we would not dwarf any other planets that were more closely linked with us within the galaxy. So here we are today, 10,000 years of working in that restricted modality. Many, many different laws, many, many more governance. And of course, the original design of the councils um, and uh, overview of people in this case, people that were skilled or had the opportunity to spend quality time in experiencing life to be there, it became uh, levels of government and then the governments fragmented even further and then it became uh, empowered by certain individuals that were assigned when the inverted stuff was put together, which a lot of people call the elites and so forth, and then everything started to construct so that the fact that all, everything was segmented, the, our accessibility was restricted and so forth, and we really didn't have much say in any way or, uh, or any way, basically, to uh, agree upon certain governance or not, or certain laws or not, or certain guidances around, even though a lot of the guidance are not, their legislations and and, and so forth. Now, so here we are. What are we doing right now? We're advancing in consciousness. We're shifting. We're becoming more aware of how the game is played, more aware of who we are. And this is why we're going through this disclosure process, which we call self-discovery uh, self, uh, and discovering the games, be able to see beyond the games. So it's important to understand, as much as there are laws and governments and so forth, that they are just there because we agreed upon to allow them to be there and to have power over us, and that we've given uh, power to these so-called laws and regu regulations and so forth, and also uh, the surveillance and everything else that has played out up to this point in time. Now, we've all agreed to do that and for one reason or another, for our own personal experience and so forth. But right now, with what we're going through, we're coming to that realization and looking at it and say, okay, we no longer need to support the separation. We no longer have to 
maintain the polarization. We no longer have to uh, maintain a hierarchy, which is again made up and was kind of applied, which never existed before, because even the people in the council was not part of our hierarchy. They were just responsible to work with the individuals, basically as a servant in a, in a way, but not in a servant we understand that we have to serve because we all serve each other. We all play roles to support each other. But they would be just the ones that would work together to make sure that we all played the game a certain way. Not to restrict it in any way, but to give us the opportunity to have and express and be part of that freedom that we are so that we would be able to advance. Because if you look at what's been playing out up to this point in time, it, it has supported us in a different way. It supported us to never really get to discover ourselves, never to really discover our freedom, never really giving ourselves the full allowance, even though we always had it, the full allowance to utilize our free will under our own guidance, but also to bring our own skill sets and to be able to, to shape our world where it supported us and we were able to play in a much different fashion where we would evolve and expand and grow and not create an environment that's harsh, an environment that is limited, an environment where we are in sacrifice, struggle, survival, or anything of that nature. We wouldn't be doing all of that. So this reversing process that we're going through, we're looking at all of this and dissolving every part of it so that we can step into that higher state and say, okay, now we are remembering, first of all, that we're divine beings that have chosen to come here to play. We've come here to play, absolutely, to learn through play, to to bring our offerings, to express ourselves in the form that we are. And of course, we're all individual expressions of each other. But we've also came to play here together as one beautiful, large playmate of family. A recognition that we're all one. A recognition that everyone is a facet of ourselves. And for us to progress, to advance, and to create an environment of something super uh, amazing in our, our progressive state, it requires for us to collaborate and to work in alignment, no longer creating polarities, no longer going into resistance, no longer uh, taking advantage of one another. So going through this, we're now starting to realize, wait a minute here, all these governments that came about actually have no power over us. In fact, no matter what they roll out, they have no power over us. They do not have any dictatorship capacity. However, because we've believed so and we've been conditioned to train so, we have uh, accepted that idea because that's all it is, an idea. There are nobody in certain positions that have power over anybody else at this point in time. Never has been and never will be. However, so now we're looking at it and say, okay, we have governmental systems, we have all these organizations and so forth. And let's take a look at these organizations and say, well, okay, we have educational systems, we have monetary systems, and we have military systems, and we have medical, uh, yeah, I think I said medical, I'm not sure, but medical education and so forth. We have all these systems, we have all these governance, or governments and so forth, and we're looking at it and say, okay, now we have to look at it. 
We have chosen to advance. We have chosen to become a grander aspect of ourselves. We've chosen to now reshape not only our human experience and really access our true nature, but also to redesign our playground, redesign how we interact with one another and how we relate with everything that's on the planet so that we create an environment where we're all flourishing, we're all free, we're all playing together and really advancing in ways that you know we have not allowed ourselves to be able to do that. So now we're going to notice that all these laws were all um, just applied but are not real. They do not have control over us. And then in fact we can start dissolving all of them and then really only creating a certain level of gu uh, guideline to give us the opportunity to get more aware or in this case more uh, uh, tuned to that new way of life that we are introducing. See this whole thing about what we can call universal guidelines is within us. And this is the same reflection because we're, it's not just universal because it goes right back to source. Some people call it God or whatever it is but not in a religious uh, fashion. Because source is us. It's all of us. Source is everything that exists. Source is the very essence of existence and the very essence of creator or creation. So if we really understand who we are, we are source. We are the spirit version of source and the spirit version is the version that actually went out to create playgrounds, to create expressional opportunities. But as source, or in this case, spirit of source, for we all are spirits, we're also creators. And that's what we do naturally. We create. We create ourselves. We observe creations. We learn and advance in that creation so that we go and create even more elaborate. Now, what we've done, we've supported a, a locked up creation. And that's what we've been experiencing for a very long time with minuscule amount of movement. But that has all changed and we're now moving forward in a big way. So when we're looking at it, the self-realization now is that these laws are there but they don't really mean anything and no one has any authority. We now have to look at and say, okay, how do we work together to create certain guidelines so that we can adhere to it and work together to create this freedom? Because the understanding that someone controls uh, resources or controls technology or controls um, uh, various other, um, how can I call it, advancements of sort is not so. We, the fact that we come under the planet gives us full access to everything that is there. No one owns or controls any part of anything. Now we can be a steward about something for a period of time but that has to always continue to move. It's not restrictive and the fact is that we are not here to say this belongs to you and that you don't have access to it because once we set it up in a fashion that is our natural state, a natural true design state which is also applied upon on many, on pretty well all planets at this point in time that exist, then there is a beautiful collaboration, cooperation that is, uh, uh, is created so that everybody has access but everybody has a, a beautiful respect and honoring for everyone else but also nature and everything else that we 
uh, involve in our experience, like technologies and so forth. So there's nobody controlling what we learn and grow and so forth. It is very free because once we're free, we can use our imagination more. And once we're free, then we understand that our imagination can be completely expanded and it does not have the same restrictions right now because now many of us have been conditioned or pretty well most of the population is conditioned to only imagine certain things, certain guidelines. We went from creator to manifest manifestors but manifesting what manifesting what we've been conditioned to manifest to only imagine what you know we've been conditioned to to imagine and so forth where when you go into creation and creation you're actually always constantly expanding and accessing higher and higher aspects of of creation to advance and that's how you experience and create advancement in any civilization and any um, uh, planetary uh, playground because that's what it is. So, as much as we are going away from this marine law and um, we're going into what they call natural law, which is another uh, man-constructed law, and then we're going to a more natural, natural law, which is basically what we call a universal law, but that is a source law, but that is the very law or this case guidelines because it's all guidelines guidelines and fundamental uh, fundamentally so that we uh, actually provide an environment that supports that or supports ourselves uh, as much as we're going through that we're going to realize more and more that that is you know feels the most natural for us and it will be easily to be applied upon and follow through because again we're greatly supported within ourselves in, in that type of experience. Now, even the whole idea that uh, we are a corporation is all fictional. You have to understand governmental is fictional. All the rules are fictional. They're all made up. And who made them up? Some group that decided that they, whatever they made up is going, to be, uh, is going to be the guideline. Yeah, we can play that way. But again, there's two ways to do this. A group can say, well, these are the laws, and then we decide to follow it. Or the fact that in one way or another, a group that looks at the bigger picture, looks at what's best for everybody, and creates a guideline, and then is presented to everybody, and gives everybody the opportunity to choose if they, we apply it or not temporarily until you know further advancement is achieved, or a harmonious uh, balance of some sort is achieved. And that's the thing. So when we're going back to this whole thing of being a corporation and that you're, uh, you're given a card or what you call a birth certificate and that you're registered, that goes right down to it's fictional. It cannot be supported. It's only supported on this so-called marine law. But the marine law is fictional too. All of this is fictional. Everything is made up and we choose to play with the makeup or not. We choose to modify what's made up or not. We have that freedom. Okay. Even when we're talking about free will, we've always had free will. We always will have free will. There's no way to remove free will. However, we allowed ourselves to be convinced how to use the free will. And that's the only thing that looks like we don't have free will because we're kind of following something. But in fact, we have chosen to, to follow that, but it doesn't really have the power over us. 
so when we're looking at it, what is natural law? There's many levels to it. So if we were going to look at the real, true, fundamental, so-called natural law guideline, it's really creating an environment where we can be ourselves, where we can express, when we're, where we can play with harmony, balance, and so forth together, where we are free to become more and more advanced, to become more powerful creators, to become more powerful observer of creation, where we grow as aspects of source, as the one that we are. That's really the guideline. That is our guideline. That's our natural state. Our natural state is to play, to experiment, to experience, to imagine, to create, to experience, and keep growing along the way. That is our natural state. That is... So it goes way beyond laws because laws are not really there. Even when somebody says the law of one, what is the law of one? It's just really the recognition that we're all one. We're all source. We're all having separate experiences. But we have come here together to play. Because if you wanted to play by yourself, you could have easily picked a planet or a segment of the planet that there was nobody there. And it would you be the only one. And then at that point, you can choose if you're going to have the animal kingdom or the oceanic kingdom or any other kingdom to play with you. That's the choice. But you came here to play here, where there were many, 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 many aspects of ourselves here to play together. But we played together in a new form, which is our natural form, and that is with absolute freedom, absolute um allowance to do whatever we need to do. So with this understanding, remember, we're just reminding ourselves who we are, how things actually work. We're actually really accessing ourselves. And we're going to find a lot of the things that have been restrictive and even the idea that in some way, somehow, that we're going to go into a state of martial law and all of that stuff. Remember, all of that is just constructed. It is not real. We do not need to give power to it. No one has authority over us. We are here to collaborate and play together. And if we unite, if we choose to unite, which we are choosing to do so, we will notice that we will look at everything and kind of construct it in a fashion that supports everyone and we have the freedom. The thing is, we have no restrictions of how to play the game of life. And when I say that, I say that the fact that we, a lot of the things that we have given so much power to, certain medical, educational, through governmental, through uh, military, through policing and so forth, through the monetary systems and any of those systems that are applying, again, those were all constructed, all made up just to be uh, brought in as a, an experience, but none of it has any power, none of it is real, all of it is flexible and dissolvable, and that's right now we are choosing to dissolve all of those structures and create something completely brand new where it is con completely conducive to support us in our great advancement. So anyways, that's for today on, on uh, what natural law is, which basically is not, a uh, is not a law, is a guideline, and that anything that represents as law um, is only a construct that we had adhered to or uh, adopted for a period of time. But now we're coming to that realization that here we are to completely redesign our human experience and our human playground we call the world so that we can play in a completely new level in our natural, pure state. 
So depending on where you're watching this, if you're watching this on uh, YouTube and you haven't done so, please subscribe, notification bell, share, share, share with everybody uh, possible. If you're watching, if you're listening to this, uh, because it is a, 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 a what do you call uh, audio uh, on uh, many of the other platforms, then please subscribe, share, follow, uh, even comment. It's all up to you and uh, share it, really share it with other people. This, this information is there to support uh, everyone to remember who they are because everybody knows this stuff. They just haven't been accessing it because we've been playing the game so long in that inverted state that we've lost uh, a lot of the uh, memory of it even though it's deeper within ourselves. So, and uh, if you'd like to support us, uh, since this is all we do and we want to put more and more content out every single day, um, then uh, in the description there'll be the, uh, uh, the opportunity for you to contribute to support the work so that we can continue to spend and focus a majority of our time and uh, creating more content and also to be able to have the resources to uh, pay for all the different services and uh, platforms that are that we are streaming this onto. So anyways, till the next episode, go out and have a blast and see and feel and experience yourself absolutely free because you are free. Always have been and always will be. And you are here to experience yourself as the grandest aspect of who you are. And you are unique as all of us are unique to play with everyone that is also unique to create a beautiful dance of sharing, playing, advancing, enlightening, and continuing to achieve higher levels of our sourceness as we continue to move forward. So thank you again.